Welcome to the DMC podcast, episode number eight with Manra Sidhu and Joseph Cutler. Today's episode is talking about confidence, something which is closely related to our very first episode, self-doubt, although we wanted to go to the other side of the spectrum and discuss confidence as a whole. Um, so uh, confidence is defined as the feeling or belief that one can have faith in or rely on someone or something. And uh, this looks, links closely to having accountability for things. But, you know, given that definition, Manny, I was going to ask actually, what does confidence actually mean to you? Because a lot of people are going to have different interpretations of it. What's, you, what's your take? Confidence for me personally is like being able to do something for yourself and not feel like nervous or anxious whilst doing it. Like you, you, you trust yourself whilst going through the process of doing something. That's what, how I would say uh, confidence is. But how about yourself? What would you say? Uh, I don't know. Confidence is a weird one because I feel like it, it can be defined in so many ways. But I guess for me, the, the main thing that I think of when I think of a confident person, I think of someone who can go into a room with people that they don't know and they can just start having a conversation without being too worried about how they appear because they have confidence in their, you know, how they appear to others. They have confidence in, them, in themselves. But that's purely, I don't know, for some reason, my first thought is from a purely social setting. Although there could be so many things like academic and, you know, in terms of sport or other abilities and stuff like that. For me, confidence starts off being social. Yeah, it really does sound like you have a massive emphasis on like, self-esteem really as well is linked to this uh, to link to confidence like mm-hmm. you said that like your self-image as an individual you you walk into this room and you're able to talk to people is because you know and understand your self-image and perhaps yeah. even your self-worth really because some people don't feel like they're worth it to talk to so you kind of feel that vibe when they're in the room but yeah i get i get where you're coming from when it comes to like confidence being a more of a if you're in a room and people feel you feel comfortable going up to anyone and everyone I think that like this is uh, something common with lots of people where it's like they see confidence as like the person who walks into the room and can talk to people and of course uh, there's many different interpretations of confidence but I feel like that's the main one that lots of people want mm. to tackle or probably want to become yeah uh, of course like you, you that's not the be all and end all because you can be a confident person and just not be particularly social you can go into that you know that room and enjoy your enjoy your time there not chat to too many people but you're when they come to you you're a perfectly confident person and you you talk well to them but it's not all about going up and striking conversations as well it's just about as you mentioned in yourself having that good self-image that yeah uh, i deserve to, to be here and people here are going to like me that kind of confidence and self-esteem yeah because i was going to say review you seem like a very socially able person you talk to a lot of people and I just wanted to bring it on to you in terms of have you been like this for a very long time like what experiences have you had that made you perhaps more confident than you once were Hmm. well thing is when I was yeah obviously like I'm a nerd right now I can't even like I'm a nerd I do computer science I play video games I like Pokemon I have their soft toys on my bed I'm a I'm a top nerd back in the day I was like a super nerd, like went, and that's calm. Like people can do whatever they want to do, you know. Yeah. I, I'm, some of my best friends are like very nerdy, and I really love them for it. And they're pretty, they're full of quirks and stuff that would change the world. But I, I was like a proper nerd. I went to ICT club. I, I was one of the like I used to have like the giant rucksacks on in year seven, and I used to run to lunch. You know them ones? I don't know if you know, they had them in your school, but in mine, they were definitely them. 
<laughs> they, they were like sweet. The, the rucksacks are bigger than their torso, and that was me. Um, but it all like up until year ten or eleven, I was like very reserved, really stuck to stuck to a very small circle and stuck to myself, to be honest. And then um, it kind of changed a bit when I did English and language GCSE, and that really helped me a lot because. Uh, I sometimes used to stutter a bit and I used to really think about words and, you know, mutter sometimes and mumble. And so doing these lessons helped me gain confidence in my speaking. And that made a, that, that started a big change for me, you know, being able to, to speak to people properly, really. And then from then on, that's kind of allowed my personality to be a bit more of confidence as well. Um, I remember like one of my friends was doing like a little speech in English because that was one of our tasks and yeah. he was talking about confidence and it was like you've got to understand that 90% of the time people are thinking about how they are perceived by everybody else so they're spending 10% of their time actually perceiving you yeah so like at the end of the day you because you think oh everyone's watching me everyone's focused on me but in reality everyone's kind of focused on themselves and that's just human nature that's not like everyone people being more self-indulgent than the other everyone's yeah. just focusing on themselves because they're they've got their own grind so once you realize that you need then it stops you from worrying oh god what if everyone looks at me and i say something wrong and then you start panicking and in your head then you're just doing all these things and you're like well actually that's not that's not really true because they're trying to focus on themselves and they do look at you but not as often as you might think and that that change realizing that was a big big turning point for me about yourself it was that point in time when you were quite similar to myself and you were a little bit more reserved or have you always been the, the confident manny who, who brushed shoulders in the alibaba FC and then gave me a shout when i missed him um uh, no like for me personally i wasn't like super confident as an individual uh in terms of like when i was younger i was quite like i, I people don't some people say i wasn't some people say i was but i was a fat kid and like, I was, like <laughs> something that like i kind of knew it was like, it was weird. Like I was, I was like a fat kid, but I had like good pace. So it's a really weird dichotomy. Wait, wait, wait. good pace. Why are you doing a football? Like, no, in terms of like just yeah, just generally like it was weird that like <laughs> yeah, in terms of playing football, I was pretty good and like I was somewhat fast, but like I was quite big as an individual. And it's like I, I noticed I was really big and like it somewhat like it used to affect my confidence and that's why like, I decided uh, obviously there's different factors as to why I decided to also lose weight but that was uh, one factor as well and it was just one of those things where I kind of like knew I was good at certain things so it's like I knew that I had the ability to perform well academically but then my point of reference started to change and some for the positive some were more negative and that's what I feel like kind of led to my confidence fluctuating throughout the years mm. and that's why like for me personally it was one of those things where it's like I wouldn't even say I'm at the confidence I want to be right now but it's at a okay. level where like I feel like <laughs> it's at a level where I feel like it's um not it, it, it hasn't hindered the experiences or the upcoming experiences I'm going to have like I've I've been able to capitalize on opportunities and have um, also moments with just a plethora of people because of my confidence mm. now yeah but I feel like yeah, there's yeah. an upper echelon to like where I'm right now which I definitely want to hit but going back to you really quickly 
in yeah. terms of like the persona you gave about yourself and explaining like how you were as a younger kid, what do you yeah. think the self self talk was like? Because obviously, confidence is how you perceive yourself at the start, like you said. Yeah. Um. So like, what was your self talk like? Like, were you just saying to yourself when you were younger, like when you used to go to school? Obviously, you weren't saying it consciously, but in your head, you're like, "I'm just a nerd. I'm just gonna go mm. about my business," kind of thing. Like, what was it like? Well, yeah, like when obviously when I was younger, there was I for some reason thought there was like, you know, in American films, yeah, they got the jocks and the nerds. Yeah. I thought school was divided into those two groups, and I was like in year seven. I thought I'll leave primary school where you know everyone doing singing assembly on Wednesdays, and the big kids <laughs> sit on the benches. Yeah. You go to secondary school and it's just the jocks and the nerds like, oh, well, I guess I'm just going to get bullied. But um, thankfully, that wasn't the case. And it took me a few years to realise that it's really, it, more often than not, it isn't just those two things. There's a whole plethora of people and it can't just be generalised to that. Um, and so I, from even from going into year seven, year eight, I was like, okay, maybe I'm not just a nerd. Maybe I can be nerdy, which I definitely am but also be a confident, socially affluent person. And when going to GCSE, I started meeting more people. Beforehand, I usually kept it into my form because everything was done in the forms. Yeah. Um, and then GCSEs came and you mix with people from different uh, forms. You know, I wasn't, particular, I wasn't as good at history. So I went to a lower set and I was talking to people in different sets to me and just basically expanding my, my friendship group, I guess. And that allowed me to become more confident because yeah, I had the personality of being a geeky guy and, and liking, uh, I don't know, more niche things. But I also had the, the, I also did have more, I don't know, to, to inverted commas, mainstream likes. Like I like football and basketball and stuff like that. So depending on who I was talking to, I talked about things that the other person was interested in and that I was also yeah. interested in. So I could have this conversation with them and they could come out of the conversation thinking, oh, that person was really interesting. And then that would give me a confidence boost because that person liked having an interaction with me. Mm, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so it was, it was definitely, you know, quite a big change in my life. Um, I'm not gonna lie, get having my first girlfriend in year nine gave me a big confidence boost. Albeit, it's only for three months, and it was it's year nine, so is it really that real? I don't know, but <laughs> um, uh, but that was like, that was a confidence boost because obviously us guys. We worry a lot about girls, don't we? Let's be honest, Manny. I like, know what you're saying. Like, I, yeah, as an individual, you are somewhat concerned, especially in that environment. Like, there's not really much going on in year nine where, like, yeah, there's, well, a few, there's a few things to do. But, you know, so that that was quite a confidence boost as well. I was like, oh, damn, somebody's interested in me. Hi, <laughs> hi. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, <what, laughs> like, for yourself, because I, I know you... you said you were a fat kid but you, you definitely were I've seen things you definitely were but you weren't at the, 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 the visual you know visual place you wanted to be and now you're a pen guy manning so you've really glowed up from that. <laughs> would, you, would you say that having that physical appearance change and has helped you boost your confidence more than say a personality one um I would say so because like for me it was like one of the factors that I can tell and I know so I'm going to sort that out um, right. Because with my personality wise, is like I was kind of fortunate that I, I I I knew a lot of people. It's funny how you said that you only stuck to your form because if you speak to people in my form, I'm not going to name names. But the person who also is my best mate at uni, he'd say to you that he didn't know me till like year nine, and like 
he says it as a joke, but in some aspects he is kind of right because I used to hang out with other people from the different half of the year. So like there's two halves of the year which are split. And I used to play football with the other half of the year and I never like, spoke to anyone in my like half of the year that much or in my form even. And it was like a really weird uh, experience because it was like, I'd go back into my form and then I wouldn't really have that. I have people to talk to, of course, but like not too many people compared to like the other people I used to play football with. And like, right. kind of carried my career at, uh, <laughs> school, at school at the start, especially. Um, mm. But like you said, once like year nine, year 10 started uh, happening, you obviously choose your options and then you start mixing with the different pe- parts of the year. Then like, I kind of like, met more people increased my social network but yeah. it wasn't really because i was like super confident it's just that by chance that we're in the same room like you had to yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of do partner work and like you had to speak to other people and that Definitely. really didn't really concern me to, like, i wasn't really focused too much on like what the other person thought of me at the time i feel like i probably care more now than i did before which is really funny because i don't feel like that makes sense okay. what, what would you what would you recommend to people because obviously you and i kind of had a turning point during jesus season a levels what would you recommend to people who maybe university, maybe graduated, but are still struggling with confidence issues? It's quite a difficult thing to boost up because, you know, you're not at that young age anymore. It's not at the, the, the turning point that you could have done. What would you recommend for that? I, I think for people is that it's the easiest way to like build confidence is like go into like a domain or go into like a place where like you know that you would do well. Like, let's be honest I know like it's only we're just going back to this again but I thought I was competent at football so I kind of took football as my main leaders what I was going to push to the forefront about my character as an individual as well like lots of people used to know me just to be the guy who used to play football but even still like I kind of pushed towards something that I knew I was good at and other people would be able to recognize and like at university you have the societies at hand so if you kind of like know that you're really good at art just join the art society and then like meet yeah. people there because it's a common interest i feel like university and like especially later on in life the filtering process is much easier because everyone has their own niche like you said earlier but the university environment just kind of gets those people into one setting only and yeah, it makes yeah, it not, so much yeah, easier like, like, it may be a niche but you'll meet people at the university because there's just so many people there there will be others who also have that niche so you can kind of bond with them it's like you don't necessarily have to even be good at it you can be passionate about, passionate about it you know like okay I, I i am i bake a lot of cakes but would i say that i'm a good baker compared to some of the people i've met at university absolutely not but i'm passionate mm-hmm. about baking absolutely so i just go there and i just enjoy that for people who are struggling with confidence issues as you said like stay start off within your comfort zone and you know achieve a bit of recognition in that maybe from others affirming you or from you affirming yourself like oh wow i did this really well and that'll make you feel a little bit better about it and give you that confidence um and then you could kind of begin to gradually branch out once you've got the confidence in your own domain branch out to something similar but not the same and then soon yeah. enough you'll find out that you've got confidence in all sorts of places yeah, like you, you hit the nail on the head really there, Joseph, when you said that, because that's the thing. You you have to, I feel like you have to like kind of specialize in one thing and then you diverge your paths later. Mm. Like, for example, um, we do computer science and then with computer science, there's obviously a, a multitude of like areas to go into. But if you're just good at programming, that means you probably could go into machine learning or you could go into web development. Yeah. 
like you see these avenues which you can use as a stepping stone to get to that next spot and i feel like it was really important about what you said in terms of the comfort zone because nothing like i know these quotes come around and people are like nothing happens in the comfort zone but like mm-hmm. it's it is true and at the same time it's like you have to be able to expand it and expanding it is probably the most important thing about confidence because not everyone is confident at all the things in the world like even like you see these athletes and you see these people if you put these athletes some of them in the classroom they wouldn't feel confident because it's not what they're used to yeah and you know yeah. what i mean so it just depends on your environment and like whereabouts you're putting yourself uh, in but at the same time i like do take note of the fact that there are going to be times where you need to be in these scenarios which aren't comfortable in order yeah. to actually gain that confidence like if you're not happy or you can't you're not feeling too confident with regards to an interview you're probably going to need to put yourself in a lot of situations where you're going to get interviewed by other people because yeah you need to build on that to go into yeah. the interview prep and stuff like that you need to unfortunately as, as tough as it may be to take you need to give yourself the opportunity to fail you need yes. to like you need to be be willing to fail sometimes so that you can learn from it and become better at that like you know, as you said for interviews go to the interview prep be told by the person you did terrible in this interview but it's the prep one it's not the real one you still have time to make that change yeah and like like you said i think I, I I don't know if you should tell someone they're terrible, but I think not if you terrible, could say, but like you could like, okay, you could improve in this situation. I I think yeah, like if you said to me you're just really really bad at something, but you know what's so good about you being so bad is that there's so much room to improve. Then there yeah. gives a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. I think that's what you meant. You were trying to say. Yeah, that's what yeah. I meant. I didn't I didn't mean yeah. it in a harsh way. I meant it in yeah, like yeah. it gives you a lot of room to improve. No, for sure. And like I know, like sometimes some people don't like to hear that. But I think yeah, that's important. To, yeah, it's important to hear that because at the end of the day, if someone just kept on telling you you're amazing, you would do nothing with your life, like in terms of yeah. like moving forward and progressing. Like you wouldn't try to diversify your skill set. You wouldn't even try and like do anything. You just live in the confines of what people have told you you've been good at. And some perhaps some people are good at working out what you're good at, but ultimately you know what you're good at and you know what you're bad at. Exactly. And, um, Another way that I would say that I've tried to like build my confidence is like doing stuff I know I'm bad at on purpose, like you said, kind mm, of tackling it okay. on strict headstrong. Like, despite the fact that I do computer science, I wasn't too confident with Java as a programming language. Um, but the thing is, I, I was complaining about it so much, and I was like, you know what, I don't want to be in this position anymore. And I feel like that resonates a lot with me in just terms of my life in general. There's been places uh, that I've been where it's like, I don't want to be here ever again. So I'm going to have to just work my backside off to try and wow. move up to that place. And it's like, that's been important to me to try and keep myself afloat and also like confident yeah. as an individual. Because it's like, this is, I kind of know what I don't want. And I work in the opposite direction to try and move away from it. Um, that but that also, that also works conversely. You can work towards what you are good at and then yeah. push in that direction as well. But uh, what other things would you say about helping people who struggle with confidence issues? So say so for me, like you know, I'm quite a confident person yourself, and you are as well. But obviously, there's people around us who don't quite have the confidence and the, the self belief that we've got for for a multitude of reasons. But I think the 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 best way to help people struggling with confidence issues is to reassure them of their abilities, like to 
say if they they aren't you know too familiar with going into social settings and stuff like that reassure them that like, you've got tell them look you've got all these friends and stuff like that if you weren't a social person what why are we here you know why are we your friends well yeah. you're a really nice social person to be around um that's just one aspect or for example if they're having confidence issues with their academic ability you'd be like well you've made it to university you've made it past all of the past all of these obstacles that you didn't think you could look at these successes you've had you know reassure them that these successes are more important to focus on than the failures in certain aspects but you do have to be careful not to over exaggerate these things and then they get into a false sense of belief like okay wow maybe i'm amazing and then if they experience failure it could bash their confidence even further yeah you need to find a balance between reassuring and not over exaggerating so that if they do end up encountering some difficulty they don't completely take it to heart and they don't completely get disheartened by it but yeah definitely reassuring people and focusing on showing them positive because often when you're struggling with confidence issues you can only see the negative side of things and you need someone to tell you like look at this look at these things you've done look at what you've achieved you know yeah and like you said in terms of reassuring them in essence what you're trying to do which the other individual could also do themselves is changing their point of reference which i think is really important and yeah. i really like i really like that phrase because i think it really like sits well with me like you're not confident at something because the last time you did that you fell flat on your face and it didn't go well mm. but mm. that's only how many times have you done that okay it happened three times have you tried one more time like there's like all these questions that you could ask and try to poke at that belief to try and reassure um to like try and help that individual and also maybe the complete opposite direction where it's like they're like oh, i don't feel like a social person um is that because you got rejected three times but you got like a lot of friends and it's like you know you're trying to challenge their own self beliefs because I think that's important to try and change their own framework. And like I said in one of the other episodes we were talking about, we sell ourselves on stories. And if you're going to conjure up a story which doesn't serve you, then there's no point of keeping hold of that because that might be the reason why you're not hitting your full potential because you don't feel confident, but you're telling yourself something that it may be true but it's not the full story completely because you're only looking at one perspective. I know what you mean, man. It's like, um, I guess you got to try and help raise people up and give them attention, like pay attention to the things they have to say. Because if they're in a social setting and they're trying to say something or they're trying to have a conversation and you might not hear them and then they could think that you're trying to ignore them, but in reality you just didn't hear them. But that could make a, have have quite an effect on someone. So, you need to make sure you're giving them like the attention that they deserve and they require as a friend or as a uh, as a colleague. You need to make sure that you're listening to what they have to say and try and reason and be reasonable. Like, you know, don't exaggerate things and just listen to them and say like, okay, well, if this is the case and these are all the positive things that have happened in your life, why do you still feel that you've got confidence issues? And try and get to the root of the problem and just talk it through with them and help them realize and if you say something to someone and go through it step by step and it's reasonable soon enough they'll be like oh okay maybe you know maybe they're right maybe i'm not as as not as detrimenting as i thought to say or maybe i can learn from this you know yeah and like like you said it seems that confidence always comes down to like what the person's own like thoughts are on those certain things where it's like 
I, I'm a, I would say I'm a confident individual, but if you put me in a certain department or area of my life, like in particular, I know that I might not be as confident in. But it's weird because you can kind of take the other uh, points of reference and then apply it to your scenario. Like, for example, if someone said they're not really good at making friends, but they're really good in interviews, I'm not saying the skill set's necessarily the same because there's going to be a few nuances which are different. But ultimately, you're good at upholding conversation as shown in an interview, despite the fact that it might be more academic or more linked to what um, you enjoy doing. It's just finding that in the other person also. And it's it's like you have that natural tendency to uh, downplay your own confidence sometimes as well. I know some people do the complete opposite, but I feel like for me, it's a natural tendency to downplay my confidence just because it's, I don't know why really, but yeah, I know why, some why, people do suffer. Why, why do you think you downplay it? Is it so that you, you help others feel more comfortable in that situation that you're not, seeming like domineering in a situation that you're just like another one of the just you just quite chill uh, to be honest joseph like this probably hits a bit hard but i feel like there are certain points in my life where i didn't fulfill my potential didn't like people saw things i i knew deep down that despite the fact that i might have done well or good or decent it wasn't at the level that i knew i could perform at and um this has just been a bit of an issue where i've current like even sometimes currently I do get like feel like that where it's like I know I can do more and be more but it frustrates me when I'm not there so sometimes I do like take a knock on my confidence like that but um in terms of like just generally I guess sorry to interrupt you there but I guess what what you could be saying is like when I know I do this a lot myself but say if I I'm I'm handing in a piece of coursework and deep down I want to get a first but I'll tell myself I'm going to be okay with the two one because I don't want to, I don't want to feel bad if I don't achieve that grade and I don't do as well as I could. I guess in the same vein, you, you, you go into a social situation and you don't want to be the, the guy who's completely, you know, confident and help make maybe influencing others who aren't quite as confident as you are and make them feel a little bit worse about themselves. I don't know that that could be an aspect of it. I think if for me personally, like I understand your points of view, but it's more of a, I know how well I can perform. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not living up to that performance, uh-huh. I'm not, I'm not doing well, which means that am I really wow. as good as I think I am? Which is okay. an interesting question that someone asked me and I just started laughing. Cause I'm like, I like, it doesn't, that I didn't even want that thought to process in my mind when someone said that to me, that maybe you're not as good as you think you are. And then I was like, that, I literally just said to him straight up, that can't be right. Like, I refuse to believe that. <laughs> and it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, I can sometimes be very bullish in what I believe in. Like, if someone mm. said to me, you, maybe you're not as good as you think you are, I, I, in my head, I'm like... You can't even fathom that. You're like, no. I, I, don't, I don't want to, like, it might be even right. I don't want to accept that. And it's something that, like, at the time when someone said that to me, it was at a point where it was probably the message I needed to hear for a certain part of my life where it's like, maybe you aren't as good as you think you are. But then in in the same vein, when they said that to me, in my head, I'm also processing the fact that I'm not as good as I think I am. Well, that means that let's just get to the point where I think I am at by doing yeah. the stuff that needs to be done. Yeah, but yeah. like, I know for some people, they struggle because it's like, not only understanding how to 
get like bridge the gap but also doing taking the steps to do it like it's very difficult like to like even think in that kind of way it's not it's not natural like when i was younger if someone said that to me i'd either tell them really to just shut up or like just tell them to just, like leave like i don't want to hear it i don't i'm not Bro, i'll probably just if i was younger i'll probably just cry like you know what i'm saying though like it's one of those things where like we would have these different coping mechanisms because we just didn't want to understand that but mm. as i've got older it's like and i've gained confidence in different areas of my life it's not because like if i was less confident maybe i would have reacted in the same way that i my younger self would have and how you did yeah. but it's because i've got different um areas of my life which i feel like i'm doing good at that means yeah. that that same that those same skills that i've applied there might be applicable in everywhere else and it's that's yeah. what that's how i think really like let's say i do good in an exam and i'm like not doing so well in like a sport exam yeah. and sport they're not the same thing i'm not saying that they are but uh time investment is necessary in both yeah, um yeah. being able to understand what you're doing as well as apply and yeah. that process is exactly the same with sport you need to understand what you're doing in order to apply it some people some people is very natural for them just to apply the thing because and they have a lack of understanding so they might need to work in a different way but for me it might be i need to understand what's going on okay high jump do you have to how do you do the pole thing like all these things you need to take into consideration um and that makes life a bit easier once you have a better understanding because once you have an understanding then you can build up your competence and like i've said i don't know if i've said this before in the podcast but i do say it to a lot of people with competence comes confidence and i think that's a really important thing yeah, to take away very good quote. It's like you're 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 confident your ability to that point. Because if you know, if you know how good you are at something, no matter what someone says to you about it, as long as you believe in yourself about the about the avenue that you're going down, be it sport, be it physical labor, be it something academic, be it social, if you're if you feel confident with it, you can be confident about your abilities in that. And it can help you, that can not only help you boost your confidence, but also boost your competence in that field. You know, the more confident you are about something, the more willing you're going to be to spend more and more time in it. Like, for example, if, if Manny's playing for our football team and he hasn't scored, he's going to, and we're all like getting on to him about it, he's going to score against us and be like, okay, look at me now. Just to prove you know? the point. Yeah, exactly. Just to, point, just to prove that I'm competent in this, but you guys are ruining my confidence. You need to go find it elsewhere. So I was also going to say, Manny, how, how do you feel that may have changed your mindset, that experience? Like, uh, it, if we're going back to this whole football analogy when I played for the other team and I scored, like, it's one of those things where it's like, with me, I'd, I'd really dislike, if someone told me I'm not good, I've, I'm really like, I really don't like that. And oh. it's it, it, it kind of like does sometimes annoy me. And it's like, you know, you, in my head, I'll be honest, in my head, sometimes I'm saying to myself, you don't know anything about me and my capabilities. And I know Ooh. it sounds very like, Ooh. it sounds very like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, it sounds very Big like, man. Sorry. arrogant. It sounds very arrogant. Yeah, but like, and like, you need that sometimes though. Like that's good. That's a driving force for you to prove yourself to be better. Yeah. And it's like, that's when I say that in my head, I'm like, and there's sometimes I just say stuff in my head, I'm like, yo, I'm the best left foot player on the pitch. It's, it's just these things. It's like these little like self-beliefs that like I put instill into myself. Um, yeah. And obviously, and then we'll mention it afterwards about what's my thoughts on fake it till you make it and stuff. But like just in that essence, um, I do that. And then it kind of just 
makes me want to do better because yeah. I have that inner like drive to just perform at the highest level and that's why like sometimes I might like <laughs> I might have a laugh and a joke and I might be playing absolutely terrible but like if someone <laughs> decides to annoy me then it's like yo like you've just annoyed me so much let's just try and sort this out in my yeah. on the pitch yeah uh, I was in, in terms of like more widely reaching how do you think people can use that that drive and sort of arrog- almost arrogance how do you think people can harness that make themselves improve and feel confident um i'm not gonna lie i don't think it's a healthy thing <laughs> right uh, despite the fact that I d- so, despite- disclaimer don't do what manny does in that situation um i don't think it's a like i'm not saying it's not a super like unhealthy thing but it's like it's something that i don't want to feel like i need to do anymore mm-hmm. because i feel like once you reach a borderline like a, a level of confidence that doesn't need to happen anymore like what the day yeah. i stopped doing that is the day i know that like I trust myself 100%. I don't need to, like, even though it's myself trying to spur myself on, it's yeah. one of those things where it's, like, I feel like somewhat to an extent it's an external factor. As in, I'm trying to force myself to get to that level because of what I'm saying, which I know it's me saying it, so it shouldn't count as an external thing. But I feel like if I was yeah. super confident, that wouldn't even need to take place. It would just be me just performing very well. But okay. obviously... I know that, like, it sounds weird now even saying out loud, like, it's be- it being external, but it's just one of those beliefs where it's like, I don't feel like that is a way to go about it. I know for some people, if they get really angry, they perform very well. And, like, you know, like, in tennis, when you hit the ball harder, you grunt and stuff. So there are certain mechanisms that people use to yeah. like, try and okay. like, help themselves, prime themselves. But for me, personally, I don't. I kind of want to like deviate away from that whether I do or not I can't say for certain yeah for everyone else in general I would say you it's it depends on like how it depends on the story obviously like it's it's it really comes down to that really real really boils down to the fact that like what 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 are you telling yourself or what are the references you're making when it comes to doing it like are you saying that I'm not going to do well because if you're saying you're not going to do well you're not going to do well and I know it sounds like uh, but then that doesn't mean you have to go completely to the opposite side and saying I'm the best in the world and the best ever. <laughs> and I know like some people might think that or like believe that in that moment just to help them. So it does help. It does work. But at yeah, the same time, I, I, yeah, I know yeah, my I, my twin brother definitely definitely thinks to the the latter point there. He's like, yeah, I'm just the best at everything, which <laughs> he knows he's not, but he tells himself that he is so he can do better and be better. He's like, yeah. he'll be better, but he, so he can have that self-confidence that when he does something, he know he'll do it to the best of his ability because he will say to himself, I am the best at this. I am the best mathematician the world has ever seen, is what I've heard. I've heard him say this. I've heard him in his bedroom tell himself <laughs> in the mirror, I am the best mathematician the world has ever seen. He's not, but he tells himself that he is so that he can have that belief and drive to, to prove that. Yeah, and I think everyone's different and it's very similar to this do a pose <laughs> and it changes your yeah. physical state. And I know for some people, because confidence is ultimately a state, you want to change people's states so that they are in that uh, frame of mind and you want them to be primed to be in that kind of um, headspace. But like, mm. like I said, for everyone, it's a bit different. I obviously know that I'm going to prime myself in different ways, but I want to uh, deviate away from what I f- do, even though it does work yeah. sometimes. But like, it's just one of those things where personally for me, I want to move away from that. Not saying it's a negative thing necessarily. It's just yeah. that 
I've done it for a while and I feel like there's probably other better ways of going about it. But um, yeah, uh, what, what, what would you say? What would you say in terms of like building someone's confidence? What, what, what kind of mechanisms do you use? Um, well, like as I've been saying before, I, I think it's always good to note the positive, but also to note the negative. You know, ask yourself why you started to think these negative thoughts and try and get to the to the bottom of it. Like, are you thinking these negative thoughts because you're trying not to set yourself up for further failure or you're just saying it as a self-detrimenting policy? And then write, I'll say write things down and definitely, or not even write it, but just take a mental note of when things go well, when things don't go well and try and try and think of things that challenge the negative beliefs. So say if you're having a negative thought like, oh, God, I, I, I'm getting, I, I don't, I'm not where I want to be in this particular module. I'm uh, really bad at computer science because this one module hasn't gone well. Well, challenge that thought and think, actually, I know that this one module hasn't gone well, but all of these other modules have gone well. Or I haven't scored for six matches, but I was top scorer last season. So you have the positive things to challenge the negative and you have to have that internal debate and try and get the positivity to come out on top obviously that's a lot easier said than done positivity to come out on top and hopefully if you're listening to uh, one of our previous podcasts about mental health and taking advantage of those little wins you can try and convince yourself that these positives are more important than negatives because more often than not they are and unfortunately in the world we live in today people do take a do take note more of when you fail because some people are envious when you're good at something. I know that I'm jealous of Manny's footballing ability. I play in goal. He plays out in striker. I can't shoot a ball to save my life. And I am envious of that. But I know that that's not what I'm really meant to do. I'm meant to be a goalkeeper. I'm meant to have, that's my lane that I want to stay in. And I'm happy within that comfort zone and that domain. Sure, if I want to go out of my comfort zone and be a striker and try and score some goals, I could try that. But I need to expect to fail because that's not where I meant. That's not my zone. I was playing tennis with one of my friends and he hadn't really played before. He hadn't played as much as I had. And he was surprised when he lost to me. But I've been learning tennis for like seven years. Yeah. Because he, he was really good at sports in general. He was like, oh, okay, I'm going to be really great at this one. But if you go in there with the expectation and you don't quite reach it, it's going to hurt. You need to go in there with a realistic expectation of how well you can do. I think though, in a way that what your friend did could also work as well. Like, because he, he's taken everything he's done in other sports and like mm. different uh, uh, things that need to be applied in those sports, he could definitely go in there thinking that I'll do well. And obviously, yeah, uh, it's then at that point, you're really getting done tactically because you know the game better. It's all about technique and finesse. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, in a way, like, your friend could have actually ultimately won the game, but it's yeah. it, it's the skill level gap now at this point it's not more of a confidence issue it's a skill level yeah, gap. exactly once you're you, able to you differentiate can't let, that you can't let that you can't let that bash your confidence though because that's not about your your ability that's about just not having put the same amount of time in yeah for sure for sure like literally some people put like ten thousand hours you hear about that all the time to be an expert yeah ten thousand hours yeah like you don't know what other people have done like some people might be more confident in you than you but the, oh, the truth is they might have failed like 10 times more than you but you'll never know like yeah. no one broadcasts their failures guys that's that's something yeah. that everyone needs <laughs> to know no one's on instagram posting like the worst version of themselves and just they're only showing their best so it's very hard to like uphold your confidence like Definitely. and 
that that's one of those things where they might have taken that picture ten times and on the eleventh go they've got it right. Like yeah, and it's like pe- people are trying to live up to highlight reels. Like if that's I just really if good would, point. Yeah, if people just watch highlight reels the whole time, then everyone would be amazing. Yeah. So like when 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 you do something and you don't you don't live up to the expectation that you have of yourself, but also if you don't succeed the same way you see others doing, you feel bad about it. But like you mentioned, you don't see when others fail because they just they don't. That's not something they they really say. You need to try and take into account thinking, okay, well this person probably failed a bunch of times. It's okay that I do that too. Yeah, and like I think also when it comes to expectations, you want them to be aligned with your own expectations rather than the influence of other people. Like, let's give this podcast as an example. We've mm. done like nine episodes now, or eight. I sorry, can't remember the top of my head. I think it's nine. But anyway, the point is, is that we've got a backlog and a documentation of our work so far. Some of them have yeah. been amazing. Some of them have been really bad. Perhaps even like the ones later might be worse than the ones that are happening now. <laughs> But the truth yep. is that we have a reference point where it's like we've seen the ups and downs. But as we continue to uh, continue to like pr- produce content and release it, because we're still practicing in this moment by having these conversations and carrying on with the podcast, we are ultimately going to get better. And yeah. I know this is this is not a highlight reel. Like besides being some edits, like we're gonna keep most of it the same because we just enjoy having yeah. the conversation. But at yeah. the same time, it's like the content output as as much as you want to increase it you're also going to have that level increase as well so i think it's yeah. important to know that like you, you need to start from somewhere everyone starts from somewhere some people have natural talent so they're a bit higher up and a higher up than you when it comes to the starting point but you can slow down you can catch up on that gap really like talent only gets you so far and like they always say hard work always beats talent when talent's not yeah. working hard and um but yeah just going completely uh, in a different direction now. But as a friend, how do you feel like you can help with people's confidence? I feel like um, you, you can help, but you can't give them the confidence. They've got your friend or whoever you're trying to give the confidence has to also buy into that. You know, you can't be like, here, here is 50% of my confidence. Take it. It's, for, it's yours. You know, yeah. you need to try and inspire them and, be, and try and like let them know these point, point, the positive points that they've got, the positive aspect of things, but you can't flat out make them a confident person because that comes from within, you know? What do you say about it? Yeah, like, I think you were right in what you said. I think that was critical. You made the distinction between helping people get confidence and giving people confidence. Like, giving someone compliments won't necessarily make them confident because it might just give them more pressure to not, uh, more pressure to perform well. And when they don't perform well, they're just going to be even more like down or annoyed. And mm-hmm. I think what you're trying to get out uh, of the point of like helping people with confidence uh, is providing that environment. You want to give people the environment to be able to um, feel confident, but that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that you give them, uh, it's like giving a plumber the right tools to perform the best job. You're not doing <laughs> the job for them. You're yeah. giving them the best tools possible. And yeah. if you give someone the best tools possible, they'll perform at their best as well. So you just want to give people that environment where they the tools are at their best for them to thrive off of, and then yeah. that might help with increasing their confidence. I remember there was a time where I can think, you know, that's that happened to me. Like I've been quite nervous to do something, and one of my really close friends was trying to give me the confidence to just go ahead and do it. This is really out of my comfort zone. Basically, mm-hmm. okay. basically what happened is that I saw 
a girl that I really like and I was in a club and I was like oh man I'm so nervous to go up to her like what do I say what do I do I was like getting all in my head my heart was racing yeah. and I was like what do I do because this is something I've never done before this was probably out of my comfort zone and so my normal confident self was quite nervous because this was completely alien to me and yes. all my friends was like was like just give me the confidence that I need is like Joseph you're an absolute catch all right you know just go for it just be yourself <laughs> yeah. like it was I, I it, of course I have that confidence and that self-esteem but it's nice to have the reassurance and so I went up to the girl and I, I we started talking and I got a drink and and at the end of the night I asked for Instagram and since then we've really hit it off and it's been one of the best decisions I've ever made because we've been together for eight brilliant months now but that was all because and will partially due to one of my friends give me the confidence and it's just turned out so well and stuff like that so I want to give a, a special shout out to one of my boys he knows who he is and of course my wonderful girlfriend who you know if I didn't have that confidence and that self-esteem and of course giving myself the opportunity to fail because the first time I tried it I got shot down I can't lie but persistence is key Manny and I tried again and <laughs> she took a chance she was like you know what if you're this persistent to try and you know try and get my attention and try and take me out on a date I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you a shot and I was like yes and now we're still we're still together and it's absolutely amazing so uh, just a shout out to those two and that's opportunities when I felt really confident even talking about it I just going back to it, it makes me nervous thinking about how nervous I was but that was so weird for me what about yourself has there been a time when you've needed that confidence boost and someone's given it to you and it's gone out really well for you um like for me my <laughs> my friends do like try and help me with my confidence and like tell me things that like but the, ultimately it's me kind of telling myself like what's the worst case scenario i kind of play out the scenario and say what's the worst case and from okay. arriving what the worst case is it, i it come i come to the conclusion most times and not that it's not really the end of the world like i'm gonna be all right i'll probably go like back to my room or like i can just chill i can turn on my ps4 i can just do the podcast whatever like nothing that's important to me has really come to a stop or a halt so mm. that's normally how i do it but like <laughs> Um, even in scenarios where like I don't need the confidence, like <laughs> like one of my close friends, we were just talking to like uh, just these girls, just generally like a normal conversation, and then he mm -hmm. just drops, he just drops where I got my face, and I'm like, you're a bro, like <laughs> one, I haven't got it, haven't got it yet at that time, and two, I was like, I'm not, I'm not interested, and he's like, mm -hmm. oh, don't worry, and it's like it's weird because it's like it's people trying to give me confidence when I'm not like actively like not, I'm not gonna say I don't need it, but it's like sometimes you just in that moment i just didn't i wasn't i just didn't feel like i needed it or like that wasn't a consideration in that moment yeah as in like it wasn't even a thing that crossed my mind at all but um but there have been times where it's like i've been in a like i'm not feeling too like good about myself and like mm -hmm. people do say to me like yo like you're a good person you're a great person and stuff and like i know these compliments do sound nice in the moment but like it's kind of hard to see it when you're in there like it's hard to see the picture when you're stuck in the frame and it's like when you're stuck in that frame you're only look focusing on certain things mm -hmm. and that's that's the main thing for me when it's like I, I it's not like I don't know how good I am but it's more of a I don't give it enough attention okay. but um going back to what you said about what happened to you in terms of the fact that 
you were like your friend gave you confidence for some people telling someone like those kind of things it does might even provide them more pressure like if someone said that to me i i i feel like there's too much pressure now to like really do it. i think it there's wow. too much but i feel like there'd be too much pressure but now i just say to myself that at the end of the night if nothing happens no, nothing's gonna happen to you so i might just do it anyway but you know what i mean like with me personally i don't if someone did that to me i don't know if i would be able to do it rather than me someone saying to me if you do it what's the worst thing that's going to happen like when someone says that to me then i'm like okay that's a very valid point and then, <laughs> and, then and then i'd run them down with the things and then they were like bro and when you wake up tomorrow morning you'll be fine don't worry about it and it's just that reassurance where it's like things will be all right rather than telling me how great i am i think i prefer yeah. like knowing that things will be good or all right okay. afterwards yeah um, definitely but yeah, like I guess we're both different individuals. Like we operate differently. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's not nice to hear that. It definitely is. But mm-hmm. for, to an extent, I would feel like there is a bit of pressure now because like I get what you, you mean. Know, I get what you mean. Great, you're great, and I'm like, well, then if they say no, then like I'm not saying I'll take a still, hit. Yeah, it, it'd be worse. Yeah, well, you just told me I'm great. That was going on here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, as we said before, you you when you want to give someone confidence, you want to reassure them, but not over exaggerate because if yeah, they fail, exactly. they'll be like, well. I just thought I was this level of it. I just failed something. Now I feel like even worse than I did before. Yeah, and I guess everyone's got a different like levels of confidence. So like for you, that might not have affected you as much because of where you're at in terms of what level yeah. you're at. And for me, yeah. that might be more because of how much it would be like a level up or like a jump up to the next level. So like it, I, I guess everyone's really different when it comes to like how they respond to these things. But um, just... Uh, your final thoughts and uh, last question I wanted to ask you was that what are your thoughts on fake it till you make it? Because I hear that quite a lot. Mm. That's a, it's a weird one for me because I don't know. I feel like people can tell when you're faking it and they can, I don't know quite in what um, domain to, to reference this to, but I feel like just in general, people can tell when you're faking it. People can tell when you're not quite, you know, as, good at something as you're trying to appear that you are and people can pick up on that but I feel like it's a good opportunity for you to think okay I want to be at this level let me just pretend to be at this level and then see how far I can get with pretending it and then if that doesn't work then it's fine because you weren't that invested anyway but I'm not I personally I'm not a big fan of fake it till you make it I feel like you should when you want to be invested in something you should be aware of the level you're at and be aware of the level you want to get to and try and build towards that what about yourself um i think we have very similar points of view like i think it's very disingenuous like when someone's not being genuine i think people people can snuff out people that aren't being genuine i always say that and it's like i feel like yeah. it really just hold true like if someone's faking it like i can tell like i might say to someone yo that guy's faking it 100 percent. like yeah, what, yeah, yeah, why, yeah like what's going on here like it's crazy but um that's why i don't really like it too much because it, it just feels like it just feels like I'm being um, inauthentic, really. I can't, yeah. I can't think of a time where, like, I've kind of, like, I might have done it before, but then I realised that halfway through it, I don't even want to do it. But, like, mm. personally, it's one of those things where it's like, it doesn't bode well with me, and when I have done it, it didn't sit well with, with me in the moment anyway. So I'm like, yeah. so I, I normally try to over-index on the truth. Like, I, I might be like, yo, I'm proper nervous right now, but I'm just going to say this because I... Like, this is just what I think or feel. Like, and people, yeah. care, like, 
understand that more rather than it being I'm going to say all these things just for the sake of saying them rather than it yeah. being I don't actually believe in it but yeah I know my, my brother holds a very different point of view to, to both of us he, he fully believes in fake it till you make it he believes that if you can try and convince others that you're at a certain level it will raise you to that certain level and to an extent I think that's true but I think personally from my point of view I think he underestimates how perceptive people are yeah I know what you're saying like people but, can pick up on these things but yeah, if it works yeah, for him yeah. I guess it works for different definitely people definitely works for him it definitely works for him yeah with, with confidence I feel like it's one of those things such a broad topic where there's so mm. many different tips or strategies or things that people can apply and it really yeah. just depends on the individual like fake it till you make it may have worked for your brother but obviously for us we don't whatever we don't want to or if we have tried it yeah. hasn't worked out but yeah it's just sure. it's, it's just one of those things and then it kind of links to his reference now he's done it once he's going to be able to perform and do it again and again and again but with us it's yeah. like we've done it once it might not have worked out that means it's going to be much harder for it to be successful again and again and again yeah because we're, we're already already going in with the predisposition the that it went yeah, wrong exactly yeah, yeah for yeah, sure yeah. and th- that's the problem with that but um yeah like closing thoughts like what do you think the main takeaway from today's episode should be i feel like if you want to take away anything from today's episode it should be to have that the recognition of that when something goes wrong and recognize why it's gone wrong and give yourself that confidence boost by focusing on well it went wrong this time but these times it's gone right and i also think it's important to remember that you know you can try and be confident by first mastering or improving in your own domain. And then you're able to branch out a little bit of your comfort zone and gradually get more confident in specific things and then become more confident in yourself. Yeah. And I think that's really nicely put. And I think that comes to the end of the episode. So if you guys enjoyed, thanks for listening. Uh, we're now on Instagram at the official DMC podcast. Shout out to a good friend of ours, Jamie, for the logo. Um, if you guys also enjoyed the podcast, give us a follow on Spotify. We ep- uh, upload episodes weekly at 6.30 GMT on Sundays. And with that, that's the DMC signing off. Thank you for joining us.